What up, everybody? This your boy, B-Rob, in the wee hours of the night. I gotta be very quiet, because my kids just went to sleep. Um, <laughs> I did procrastinate a little bit. I tried to get this done before The Walking Dead came on, but um, that didn't happen. So, here we are. It's about midnight, and I'm recording. First of all, thank you if you're listening to this podcast, The Random Ramblings with Rob podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at RRR underscore podcast. That's three R's underscore podcast. Also have a Facebook page. You can uh, go ahead on Facebook, type it in your search bar, Random Ramblings with Rob. I should pop up. Go ahead, give us a like, post some pictures, write a comment, do anything you want on that. It's at your discretion to do whatever it is that you want to do because it's random and that's what I do. I do random shit. So you feel free to do random shit on my Random Ramblings with Rob Facebook page. Guess I got today um, another one of my coworkers. Um, in his former life, he was a rapper and a DJ and an entrepreneur. Well, not in his former life, but in his current life outside of the military. So um, my guest today is Jay Guns, is what we're going to call him. And um, he talks about a little bit about his craft. Um, DJing his clothing line that he got coming out. Well, that's already out, but he wants to expand upon um, future goals after the military and just some random bullshit, like always. But um, we're going to jump right into that right now. So here you go. That pussy. Snap. <laughs> <laughs> but like, damn, Snapchat. Oh, what what's the purpose of that? I mean, I, I, I before we even dive into it, I'm I, I have a Snapchat. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I have a Snapchat, but I don't use the shit. And the only reason I use the shit is because, well, I got Snapchat is because damn, I seen like the little YouTube videos, motherfuckers was making like the little faces and all the little bunny yeah, shit yeah. and all that junk. That's the only reason I got the Snapchat. Freak my little kid out and shit. Man, I have no clue the purpose of Snapchat, and my daughter had to show me how to do all that. But yeah. I still don't do it, man. I, I just put up videos like when I be at the uh, the club DJing, I just post videos. That's about all I ever do on Snapchat. Yeah, because I mean, I seen some of yours and yeah, be, <laughs> <laughs> be in the club and shit, right? But now, um, like I, I, some of the guys that we work with, I, I um, follow them on Snapchat just because, because like I hey, said, I don't have no use for it or whatever. So I just look at other people's shit. Are you on done Snapchat? Done? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. All he do is post on Snapchat. That's all he do. Is it like his? I know the whole Saturday activities. Drunk I, as fuck. It's on Snapchat. Because I know they call it uh, stories or whatever. So his pretty much his whole literal life story is on motherfucking Snapchat. Yeah. But shit. Um. You DJ? How long you been DJing? Man, I've been DJing about five months. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know I mean, I've been I've been in the music for about fifteen years, on and off, because of this military crap. Yes. So, <laughs> I always been in the music, so it come natural. But one day, my homeboy was like, "Man, let's start DJing." I said, "Man, let's do it." We went to uh, guitar. Hero, I mean, what is it? Good, good Tar Center. That's it. What oh, in uh, Springfield? Yep. And we yeah. just spent <laughs> a shitload of money 
and just start buying shit. So, so you just like me with this egg and like this whole mixer setup shit for the podcast or whatever. You just like, uh, all right, I, this is what I want to do, but fuck it, uh, I don't know what to do. So, <laughs> now see, I, I knew a little song because I always record it. Cause I, I rap back in the day. I still do a little bit now, but not really. So I already knew what kind of stuff to get. Just had to do it. <laughs> all right, but uh, you say you've been doing music for 15 years now. Yeah. What got you into it? I like music. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, it's simple enough. But what made you want to make the music? Let's let's put it that way. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like music. Like when I was in middle school, I was in high school, I was in the band. I don't know. Just I've been liking music like did you, feel on. good. I, I ain't trying to stereotype you in them, but did you play the drums? I did play drums. All <laughs> black people play drums. Yep. Yeah, because I played it too. But the only reason I got out of the band because damn, that teacher played favorites. So damn, she had a her favorite percussionist and everything. So I never had no daggone drum time and everything and whatever. So I was like, fuck this crap, I quit. Yeah, we had it. I mean. Most of black people. I, went, I had a big band. We had like 300 some people in the band. So I had a big band. Well, you want to shut your band out where you went to Man, school at? They suck now, so there ain't no <laughs> point in even talking about them. <laughs> they were like 10 years ago. Hey, I've been out of school that long. Well, shit, I've been out 16. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, ain't no reason to shot them out. Make Georgia, Central High School. <laughs> But you did it anyway. <laughs> Fuck it. I ain't got nothing better to do. All right. Well, damn. So it went from um, band. But um, you, got any, you got any music out there? I know you showed me a couple of things, but, like, you got any mixtapes? You got yeah, any I got albums? mixtapes on that Piff. Uh, just search Artillery on Deck with no K at the end. I got videos on YouTube. Just search Artillery on Deck. No K at the end. So, you can find all my stuff. You so, can just Google it, artillery on deck, and a whole bunch of stuff will pop up. Now, um, been in the music for the past 15 years. You've been out of school for 10 years. How long you been in the military? About 10 years? Going on nine this year. Going on nine. So how is that trying to um, – obviously, you still do some of the music. You still DJ on the side and everything. Like, Well – now you DJ on the side. Yeah, it's five. So well, uh, I've been DJing about five months, but I only really been DJing about two months. <laughs> we bought the stuff like five months ago and started working out it in the basement and trying to get it together. But then we got a job like two months ago. So, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, how did that even come about? I mean, you, you, you kind of got an inkling for the music and everything from, you know, back then but DJing is like a foreign concept now so I mean you just started applying for jobs right off the bat <laughs> well it's only one club here you know we're no in St. Right. Roberts Missouri <laughs> it's only one club here I'm also in a uh, motorcycle organization I'm in Rough Riders we hold all our events at this one club so we go to the club we go to the club every weekend. So we hold our events there. So we kind of cool with the owner. Yeah, so I can already so see how So one this day, <laughs> it wasn't no DJ. 
And we walked up to him like, hey, man, you know we DJ. He was like, cool. Come here next Saturday. And we been there ever since. <laughs> this is what the other shit play out. So, I mean, since you've been in the military and everything, I mean, how, how what the effect does it have on your music now? It's hard. You got to move every three years to a new place, and it's kind of like you got to start all over again. Yeah, networking with people and all yeah. kind of junk like that. And then, like here, music is obsolete. Yeah, it's nothing. You got to go two two hours away to do anything. So, yeah. I mean, I mean, but that kind of worked to your benefit or whatever, because I mean, that makes you the hottest act in town or whatever. Yeah, I guess something like that. No, then, uh, the same guy DJ with, we also got like a promotion company. So with three of a kind entertainment, so we do promotions too. We just did a comedy show that you bought tickets for and didn't show up. Hey, hey, hey! Not, not that I think about it. <laughs> hey, but I, I supported the cause though. You, you got that. You, you got that money though. You did. Now, see, man, let me tell you how that went down. <laughs> I give you the backstory on that. All right, you, you you approached me with the comedy show, and I legit wanted to go, so I bought tickets in advance. It was probably what, about a month out. Probably. About- Two, three weeks. Somewhere around there. All right. So it's a little ways out. Now, my wife, on the other hand, I mean, I told her about it, but my thing with her is I got a constant reminder about shit. So I was like, hey, baby, I got I got us these two tickets for this uh, comedy show my homeboy putting on or whatever, right? She's like, all right, cool, we go. Then the motherfucking Deadpool movie came out, and she loved her some motherfucking Ryan Reynolds. And she started getting excited for the Deadpool movie, which came out the same day as the motherfucking comedy show. She done got the kids hype, too. The kids want to go see the motherfucking Deadpool. And I was like, all right, well, the comedy show was a, what, a Saturday or a Friday? It was a Friday. It was a Friday. So I was like. So y'all could have went to the movies so, on Saturday. So, no, no, listen, listen. Hear me out. Hear me out. <laughs> I brought it up. I was like, hey, you know they're going to have uh, a, a showing on Thursday before the premiere on Friday. So why don't we go Thursday? That way we can make the comedy show on Friday. So she's like, all right, cool. So we got the kids together. We all rounded up and shit. Went to the movie theater. Seeing that, like, you're, you only got one club in town. They only got one motherfucking theater in town. So we Every went up there. Pack. Line was around the goddamn building. <laughs> so I was like, all right, uh, all right, we can go to the early show tomorrow. That way we can goddamn go to the comedy show that night. I was there the early show the next day, so I know you didn't watch the movie that day either. Exactly. So <laughs> the only show that we can get tickets for was around the same time the comedy show started, and she was like, I really want to go see Deadpool. And I was like, yes, ma'am. So that's what had happened. <laughs> gotcha. But you got the money, though. I did. I got this. I still got the ticket stubs. I just, it's just memorabilia now. So if something would have popped off and something would have been daggone historic from that comedy event I got a ticket that I could probably sold on eBay for a couple of dollars got my money back <laughs> it's all, it, it was historic because that was my first event and, and it actually went well so it's pretty historic I'm sorry. I got a ticket stub back there too <laughs> so, so I mean do you host any other things besides comedy shows or anything like that well, like, our, our next venture we also we did a teen party too for just like teens and stuff you know what I'm saying we did that that didn't work out too well for this area, so we might not do that no more. <laughs> but our next thing is, I don't know if y'all ever heard of Pastor Troy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Uh-huh. We probably finna bring Pastor Troy up here to the one club that they got up here. So we already talked to Troy. We already talked to the club. We just got to put it together. Well, shit, I'm, I'm down with some motherfucker Pastor Troy, boy. That face and off. That, and that probably going to be in May. So you going to still be here. Oh, I'll be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt, no doubt. And I don't think Deadpool coming out that weekend. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, shit, I think that, uh, what that, uh, Captain what? America? Yeah, some of them shits, yeah. one of them shits gone to me. But nah, nah, I, I, I enjoy some Pastor Troy. Face Off is my favorite album of all time. So, I gotta go see me some motherfucking Pastor Troy, especially if you do some of the old shit. You gotta hear me some vice versa. He, he, gonna, he gonna do all the old shit. He gonna bring the belt. Nobody, nobody don't know the new shit. Yeah, he gonna bring the belt. Yeah. My if boy. he come without the belt, we're going to send him back. <laughs> oh, shit. Next time I talk to him, I'm say, hey, you better make sure you got the belt. Because people ask him about the belt. Yeah, got Don't down. come here without it. I think I think the last time I seen Pastor Troy in person was uh, I was in Jacksonville. This was probably 2004. Or five. He was in Greenville, Carolina, North Carolina, I think it was. And um, he did a show out there in a the little nightclub. And we went there. We got to that bitch at like 8 o'clock. And this motherfucker didn't show up till like 1. He did two songs, and he left with all the girls in the club. And I was like, you motherfucker. <laughs> See, that cause, dang, I got the plug. We going to do about seven songs. <laughs> and we... Now you get it. We gonna get it rocking. Shit. Cause I mean, like I mean, you just reached out to him and he. Well, I told you I've been music for about fifteen years. Yeah, I got you. So I used to rap. So I actually got two songs with Pastor Trey that we undid. So I don't been to his house. We don't chill. We don't record it together. So you know what I'm saying? I don't talk to him a couple times. You know what I'm saying? So it was like. Hey, dog. I, I already, I already know him like that. All right, so it'd be like, "Hey, dog, uh, got this thing thing. You want to come do it?" Yeah, basically. You know ain't what tell him like, about the like, area though, right? I, was, I did. I said, "How much you charge? <laughs> Would you charge me to come up?" And he gave me a price, and I was like, "Hey, bro, when this small bum fuck ass city, this is the price I got for you." And he was like, "I do that." That's what's so, up. Yeah, that's what's up. What's your damn uh? We, we, we done started recording this shit. I mean, we done talked about all your music and everything. Where can people find your music? Who are you is, and where can they find your music? If you're looking for me, you can look for J Guns with a Z. Because that's how we do it. And just Google it, and all my stuff going to pop up. Boom. You got a. And also Artillery on Deck. YouTube. Google that. That's on YouTube. With no K. With no K. That Piff. All that. Just Google it, it's gonna pop up. Yeah. You got anything um coming up recently? Or like recent music that you're putting up? No, man, I ain't, since I've been here I ain't did no music. Well I have when I went home on leave. I did some. I'm working on my next mixtape, but it probably gonna be another six month. I mean, what's a hold up? Here? Yeah. <laughs> no said. Like I record. I'm not a good engineer, but I got an engineer. My cousin engineer, he does my beats. Mm-hmm. So I really can't record till I go home. I can record here and send him the stuff, but I like the studio vibe that we got. So I don't, you know, 
I don't like just sitting here recording and sending the stuff. I like to Work be in the them. mix. Yeah. I mean, because I mean that provides better um, freaking a product. Because I it mean, does. you can be like, hey, I like this, but can you change it here? Then you got your man there, and they're gonna hook it up. Better product. It does. It does. Now, as far as uh, your military career, where all have you been in your nine years? I've been in Jacksonville, North Carolina. Everybody done been there. <laughs> I've been to St. Roberts, Missouri. Ooh. I've been to Beaufort, South Carolina. Yay. <laughs> I've been to Yuma, Arizona. I don't know about that. And I've been to 29 Palms for Ooh. cats or whatever they call it now because I don't know. I ain't Look, been in so like long. like a spotted leopard or some shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> Combined puma. So... It's really all the place I've been. I don't want to go overseas. I don't want to do none of that. I like staying right here. I'm good with that. But I'm probably about to get out, so it's whatever. Well, be um all the places you've been, what's been your favorite? Beaufort, South Carolina. Exactly. Savannah right there. Savannah. Hilton and it's Head. three hours from my home. From yeah. doorstep to doorstep, three hours. That's good. My, my home from here is like 12 hours. <laughs> yep, I'm in the same boat. They tell me, like, my granddad just died, not last weekend, but the weekend before that. Well, no, it was last weekend. Yeah, the funeral was last Saturday. I love my granddad, but I really didn't want to drive that far <laughs> with all my kids in the car. Yeah, I really didn't want to do it, but I did it, but I really didn't want to. And then um, you're talking about exiting the military. I mean, what's the cause? I mean, you getting tired? Because the military is soft as fuck now. Word. It's a lot of soft people. Yeah, I mean, and, and let's get on that. Now, you've been in about just about 10 years. I've been in going on 16. And, I mean, it's not too much of a gap between the both of us, but shit has changed so much from the time that I've came in all the way up until now. And I don't think it's so much – well, I mean, it is the military, but – it also has something to do with the society. Yeah. I know we kind of cha- change and conform a little bit, you know, with society as it changes. But this, just like you said, a lot of this shit is, don't make the no damn sense. Society soft. Yeah, because I mean, I can say some shit ten years ago that I can't say now, and they're going I get ridiculed, get my fingers stomped on, be like, "Hey, you can't say that shit." I was like, well, whoever I said it to ain't even mad. It's like, well, I'm being mad for him. <laughs> so, you know, shit like that. Soft. <laughs> That's my word. Soft. Now, now, you go ahead and get out. What you going to do? Work. Work. Is the music going to come back to the forefront? Man, I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm starting my own business right now. I got a clothing line coming. It's called Seven Day Lifestyle. Website coming real soon. I done did my first two orders. I started with t-shirts. I done sold out. I just put in another order coming right now. Shirt's going to say King of Hustling. On the back, it's going to have a logo, Seven Day. That's what's coming out now. So basically, I'm starting with that. And really, I got my foot in everything, really. Like, if you do music... I print up CDs. Mm-hmm. 
make them look good for you to hand out, so you ain't just handing out trash. So you, do. I can do flyers for you. Man, I can do whatever. I get it done. And you said it's a seven day lifestyle. Is the clothing line? Yes, it is seven day lifestyle. What brought it on? I mean, what, 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 how you come up with that? I got one of my boys, man. We were just talking about doing stuff. He was like, man, a while ago I came up with this logo for a clothing line, but I was pushing on it, but then I, I kind of lost focus in it. I was like, man, well, send me the logo. He sent it to me. I was like, man, I like that. Now we need to go on and get it started. So me and the dude I DJ with, he like my best friend, like my little brother. We already do everything That's together. That's my best friend, my best friend, my best friend. Not, not that kind of young <laughs> no, no, no. best friend. Nah, bro, nah. So I brought him in. Then my homeboy, Dwayne. Then my, the dude I DJ with, his name is AVO. His real name, Kevion. And then I hollered at my niece because I knew she always wanted to design clothes ever since we was little. So now we got a little money to, and a, and a, and knowledge to put behind some stuff. So, and she good at designing. So us four, we got together and started this thing. So, and you selling them out so far, yeah. right? So we're gonna see where this go. Eventually, I want to see if I can open up me a little bar. Oh yeah, yeah, man. That's that's that's, then, that's my dream. Ben. It can be like a closed front store during the day. I don't know. <laughs> I can have me printers in the back and print flyers, man. I, Just a one-stop shop, hey, right? That's what I do, man. I put my foot in some of everything. See, uh, that, that's kind of kind of what I want. Now, um, I smoke cigars and shit. And um, back home where I'm from, they got this uh, place called the Cigar Club. And now, um, one reason I like it because they give me a military discount. <laughs> and now... Um, it's when I walk in there, it's just like it's like home to me. Cause damn, I got my they got the little cigar freaking room over here on the left. You come out the cigar room, and then they got your bar area. Got these big plush leather chairs. They got TVs all over the place. You got the bar in there. You can get your drink every now and then. They have some um, live entertainment. So I mean, every time I go home, I go to that place. And, I'm and then like, you can just call me when you need a DJ. You know what I'm saying? Boom. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> we putting it together already. Network. Network. Well, sit down. You get out. You say you're going back to Georgia, right? Yeah, I'm going to be here for a couple months, but then, yeah, I'm probably going back to Georgia. Probably going back to Atlanta, the outer area somewhere. Yeah, not that. Yeah, yeah. that 285 and 85, I don't, mm -mm. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's cool. I mean, you got a plan, and that's, you know, some people, they jump the fuck out and don't, just, just to jump the fuck out. So, at least you got... Yeah, you're going in the right direction as far as having a plan. Shit, I mean, still jumping back to the music. You got damn videos and shit out there. You said you got stuff on YouTube, right? Yep. So I mean, for me, I mean, I never done no shit like that. What, what was the experience like shooting a music video and everything? Man, it was fun. Like one of my videos, I shot in Jacksonville, North Carolina. Well, actually, well. Yeah, one shot I shot in Jacksonville, North Carolina. One I shot in Fayetteville, North Carolina. <laughs> we didn't know nobody in Fayetteville. It was four of us. The dude I rapped with, because back then I was a group. So it was dude I rapped with and two people in the military that, you know what I'm saying, that we met. Yeah. 
So we, we found a dude who do videos. He was like, man, we in Fayetteville. Like, cool, we going to come up there, shoot a video. So us four getting in the car, we just go up there, meet up with the dude. Dude said, all right, I got a place we go. He called some of his people. So we shooting a video with like 50 people behind us. We don't know none of them. <laughs> all of us strapped up like, dog, we don't have to shoot nobody in here because I don't know none of these motherfuckers behind us, dog. Everybody pay attention. Watch what you're doing. <laughs> But it was cool, man. You know, we got to use one of the people's cars and stuff, a little Cadillac. We riding around. Then he had some other people. He had a girl who gonna, who was came, and she was like the girl in our video. And then it was this other lady that I met. I can't remember her name right now. She on my Facebook page, but I can't remember her name. She opened up her house, let us use her house as a scene in the video. So it was all good, man. Yeah, I mean, like, because, I mean, you, from what I see on TV, from when I watch music videos or whatever, I mean, yeah, I mean, they're jumping around and all kind of shit, the music blasting and all kind of shit. I mean, how is that on set? So, I mean, they have um, the music playing in the background or y'all just kind of lip sync? I mean, Yeah, it's uh, like there's a cut on the music so you can hear it and you basically just lip syncing. Because, you know what I'm saying? The video is silent and they just play the music on top of it. Yeah, you know I mean, what I'm that, saying? So you just be lip syncing. See, that's what I was trying to get at because, I mean, that shit would seem awkward as fuck to me because I'm looking at... um. All the old Lil John videos and shit. And they crunked in the motherfucker. And I can't just imagine them just kind of like lip singing with no music going on. I mean, on. yeah, the music, they probably, they in the club, they probably got the music up loud and they really yeah. in there like getting it. Yeah. But, but really, the that. shit is, but when the video put together, it's really no volume or no sound. Okay, so it's just no like sound. a layover. All right, yeah. I got you. And then they actually put the actual song where you recorded that yeah. on top of it. Yeah, I got you like a layer. So, yeah. I got you. Cool, cool. <laughs> yeah. I want to see that motherfucking Pastor Troy. Dog. Yeah, man, we trying, man. We finna, man. The dude funny too, dog. I hung with him like three times. The dude is fucking hilarious. <laughs> I hung with him more than three times, but like at a crib, like three times. I mean, he just, <laughs> this is the way the motherfucker talk, man. He's not, he sound like he's a funny dude. Did y'all see what uh, the little, the little uh, midget says he ain't got a pregnant? You didn't see that? No, no. I ain't. You know <laughs> the little, they got the little midget, um, little... TV show. Uh, what? Yeah, man, they got the little TV show about the midgets. Oh, um, yeah. I don't know what they called, but one of the midgets on the TV show said Pastor Trey got her pregnant. What? Man, that shit was hilarious. But then she came back and said she was lying. But he was feeding out some stuff. He was like, "So did I do it? You don't know. You don't know if I did it or not. You wanted if I did it, so he posting all this shit talking about some like." Yeah, maybe I did, maybe I didn't, but he know he did. Yeah, but he just going along with shit because shit helping him. The publicity, right? But she came back on like the next shows, like she lied, and it was funny though. I, I mean, I've seen midgets in my life, but um, you was in Jacksonville for a while. Had you ever um run across that midget stripper? The, uh... I mean, I always heard about her, but I never seen her. I want to say I have. I, I, mean, wa- I want to say I have heard people talking about her, but I ain't never seen. Her. I ain't really go to strip clubs in North Carolina. I'm from Georgia. We got real strip clubs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? See, see, so everywhere I've been in the military, dang, yeah. it ain't been like Georgia. So it ain't really, it don't really appeal to me. See, uh, I think I might have told you about this once. Uh, and I, I understand where you're coming from. Me, I joined the military straight out of high school, 18 years old, didn't know shit about the world outside of where I lived at, my parents' house. So, you know, I got um, my ex-wife pregnant right off the bat. 
And, um, you know, needless to say, you know, same old military story. It didn't work out between us or whatever. So when I had this brief moment in time to where, you know, I was I always been in a relationship from high school all the way up until, you know, me and my ex split. So I never experienced going out and being a wild teen or whatever, whatever. So when I got the opportunity to, I did. So I went to the motherfucking strip clubs in Jacksonville, you know, the cave and La Mirage and all them places or whatever, right? So that's what I was used to. That's what I thought a strip club was. I mean, regardless of what I seen on TV, that was just TV. But to me, that was a strip hey, club. Hey, it ain't just TV. <laughs> it, it goes down. All right. So, damn, I'm in the strip club. I mean, there in Jacksonville, it's all right. Uh, chick come up on the stage, do her two songs, and they got another chick on the satellite doing her two songs, and they'll rotate out or whatever. They have some strippers walking around. Uh, you know, trying to get a little lap dance. I'll just sit down and bullshit with you trying to get your money and shit, right? You know, throw a little dollar on the stage, get a little booby shake, shit like that. So my nephew, I just talked with him today. Uh, his mama live in Hinesville, Georgia. Hinesville, what up? My boy 380 down there, Jay Wayne, OZ. I spent a lot of time down there, dog. Oh, I believe it. So he down there um, living with his mama at, at this time. Street he- certified. <laughs> Hey! See, we sound like a mixtape. So damn, damn, my vocals was loud as hell just then. I know, I, I, I fuck. <laughs> with you know, it. you know, you can cut it and turn my vocals down. Yeah, yeah. Okay. See, yeah, see, you you teaching me because, like I said, <laughs> this is all on the recommendation. <laughs> yeah, so, in the program, you should be able to like cut one side, cut one side, and then it let you take the volume down and just that piece you cut, but it'll still play the same. I fuck with it. <laughs> Trial and error is what I've been doing anyway. So damn, he was like, hey, man, because I was living, um, I just, I think it was just before I met my current wife. So I was back and forth to Hinesville all the time, just going to hang with him and shit. He's like, hey, dog, let's go to this uh, strip club. And uh, I think it was Midway or something like that. It was true players. True players. Yeah, yeah I know about true players. They on my paper page. They still be posting girls on that. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he told me about true players and everything. So I never been there before he, sh- he showed me where to go i'm driving we going down this dark a- it was at night so probably going- 84 yeah so, highway 84 so yeah. we're going down dark ass 84 and he's like all right hit this left right here so we go hit the left nothing but trees on either side and i'm like dog you trying to in my head i'm like he's he trying to set me up dog i thought we was better than this you my, you my blood cuz come on bro so down we get back down get through the woods and shit and they got this clearing it looked like it was an old restaurant or something that they converted into a strip club so, Jacksonville, you know, this is sheltered life for me as far as strip clubs. I walk up in this motherfucker. As soon as you walk in the door, boom, they got porno playing on the goddamn TV. Dude selling Jordans and jerseys and shit and goddamn CDs and mixtapes. They got a fucking fish fry in the back. Motherfucker selling plates in the strip club. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is what this is. I'm kind of hungry. Let me give me a plate. <laughs> and it probably the best fish you had in a long time, too. So damn, get in there, and then I'm used to the Jacksonville strip club format. You know, I got my couple dollars in my pocket, probably no more than ten dollars, because I'm gonna just sit back and watch the show, right? But little did I know, and my nephew failed to brief me that hey, at all times you need to have forty dollars in your hand. I'm like, word, all right. So loan me some money, dog, because all I brought was ten bucks. <laughs> so he hit me up with a couple dollars, go through the door. And um, I was like, man, there ain't no strippers in here. It was just like this little room with some chairs and shit in there and some curtains. I guess it's for the private dances. 
So I was like, all right. So we go to another door. We got a dude standing in front of this big red door and shit. And I'm like, we go through here? And I, I ain't think nothing. I just tried to walk in. Motherfucker pushed me back. He's like, hey, where your $40 at? I was like, motherfucker, what you mean where my $40 at? I'm here to see a show. You talking about hassling me about some motherfucking money. So I show him my $40. He opened the door. Now, I don't know when the last time you've been to true players or if it's still the it, same. It, it, I thought they moved location. It, it's different. So I walk up in here. And it's not the format that I'm used to. No, nah, it was Every stripper that worked in that bitch was in the one room. Naked. Naked. Yep. Already. Just <laughs> n- nothing. It wasn't no stage. It wasn't no pole. It wasn't no... All it was was music and a whole room full of naked bitches. Just naked bitches. Naked bitches. Everywhere. And I'm just like, what the fuck is this? And as soon as I sit down, I had an ass in my lap. And I was like, I, I didn't have time to adjust for this shit. I wasn't ready. I didn't... My money balled up in my fist. I'm like, forty dollars already go. <laughs> already, no lie, no lie. That first girl that came up to me, that forty dollars was gone. No shit. I shit you not. And um, so I'm sitting on, and it's like the little plastic high school chairs in there, all the way around the room. I think they had a fucking school desk in that bitch in the back. <laughs> so I sit down in the chair, and she attacked me right away. And um, she butt ass naked. She sit on my lap. She pull up a chair behind her. She lean back, and she take my dollar. And she roll it up, and she's sticking in her, and she work it out with her muscles. And I'm like, oh, boom, $40 gone that quick. <laughs> and I was like, hey, dog, I'll be right back. I'm going to hit the ATM up. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how that shit was. I mean, and then this is good and it's bad at the same time because, I mean, they don't have the format. So bitches is in there literally fighting over fucking clients and shit, man. I had I left out, went to the ATM, like I said, come back in with some more money. As soon as I sit down, two of them, they're fighting each other, trying to sit on my lap and shit. And then eventually they just started fucking battle dancing on my goddamn lap and shit. And I'm trying to like, y'all both got my hands. I can't give you no money because I'm stuck, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's fucking true players, boy. And that was like the culture shock for me. I was like, God damn. When this- you went back to Jacksonville, it was never the same after that. I never <laughs> went back to Jacksonville after that. I never went to a strip club again after that because nothing will ever meet my expectations of true players. Never, ever, ever again. I never been to a strip club again after that. It was a little strip club in uh, Hardyville. Oh, I'm in there. It was about the same. It, uh, so you ain't got to have $40 mm-hmm. and it's only one person, one security guard in the whole club. And he at the door. Oh. Make sure ain't nobody got no gun. You can play with the pussy. You can do whatever you want right there. Right there. Right. Oh. <laughs> See, man, I don't, I don't That's just, that's, <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 See, that's why I don't go to strip club no more. Because that's just, that's too much. Too much. <clears throat> yeah, but anyway, seven-day lifestyle, baby. Clothing line. Y'all going to be seeing it soon. Real soon. I mean, I, I'm going to put some, uh, you got some over here. Let me check this out. It's just a little shirt. Who you got uh, doing your printing and everything? A uh, local guy did that one, but now we going to, uh, it's a, uh, oh man, burping out in the mic. <laughs> it's a, uh, our main factor is in Cali now that we're going through. Okay. Yeah, they got some good prices. So we had a West Coast Graphics. I'll give y'all a shout out. Got some good prices. 
Shit, now, now I'm, what, I, what, they ain't busting you over the head with the ship? Nah, man. Cool. Uh, shit, I might have to hit them up. If this this become some well-known shit or whatever, I have to start printing me some motherfucking T-shirts. Like I just got 25 shirts made. You know, designs. 25 shirt designs, all different sizes. It was 280. That's with shipping, with tax, with the design, the price of the shirts, and then the shirts gonna have an inside tag that's gonna be our logo. Oh, that's what's up. So it ain't gonna be no hangs or <laughs> whatever else. Fruit of balloons or whatever, whatever it is. It's gonna be seven day shirts. That's what's up. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm interested in that whole little setup though. Got now I'm gonna have the freaking bar in the front. Got damn printers in the back. Got damn hey, what man. you gonna have a strip club upstairs? Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> hey, that that might be our next because we talking about um bringing some strippers from Magic City up here to the club. That after the oh. Pastor Trust show, that might be next. Oh boy, that might be next. See, I don't know if St. Robert's ready for that, though. Nah, I don't think so. See, and then, you know, jump back to the strip club or whatever. Like I said, I ain't, I don't think um, after True Players I've been to another strip club because, you know, it, nothing is going to meet my expectations. But I always heard, like, Atlanta, that was like. What's that? That's, that's the shit. Because I ain't never been. Um, you know what? Nah, let me think about it. Have I been to another strip club since then? I think, oh, man, I went with my nephew. Not the same one. There's another nephew. I got like 30,000 nephews and shit, right? So I, I, I go back home on leave, and um, he come up to the house or whatever. He's like, hey, man, um, you know, just catching up. He's like, man, I ain't been doing shit but going to strip clubs and just hanging out and shit or whatever. He's like, dog, I've been hanging with this one girl, dog. I mean, she got like big old booty she got like she got this butterfly tattoo on her ass and it's just like uh, and he's just hyping up right hyping up right and he's like man let's go see that hole tonight i was like all right fuck it i'll ride with you and um we get down there see these different strippers or whatever it must have been the early hours or whatever because there wasn't nothing really popping in there i just had a couple dancers and um real thin chick come out and now i'm uh she wasn't stripping or nothing. She was just um, there talking with my nephew and shit. So I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they were just hanging out or whatever. You know, obviously you've been there enough to where you know some of the people. And um, she left. Music started playing. She went up on stage started stripping. So I was like, oh, okay, whatever. So I'm watching. And, uh, you know, she get down to her underwear and shit, and I see a butterfly tattoo. A little bitty butterfly tattoo on this little bitty skinny girl. She couldn't have been like 115 pounds. And I was like, dog. Is that the girl you was talking about? He said, yeah, man, that's her right there, dog. I was like, come on, bro. <laughs> come on, man. Looking like olive oil and shit, man. <laughs> Pippi Longstocking. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. I'm thinking about coming here and see some, like, some video. You see some pinky. <laughs> yeah, you know, pinky, some video bras, some Rocks and Reynolds, some shit like that or whatever. And I'm just like, oh. Just like she was like 15 or some shit. I was like, come on, bro. <laughs> oh, man. But hey, yeah, that's he, funny. That that was his boo though. That was his boo thing. <laughs> hey man, we at the house and I just can't stop looking at my fish tank, man. I know, I'm looking at you looking at your fish tank. 
Did I you got, just get that over? Well, I been had, I, but I got aggressive fish and non-aggressive fish in the same tank. Hmm. It's fucked up because they told me not to do it at the pet store, but right? He's like, fuck you, you don't tell me what to do. Yeah, that's, that's about what I said. But I had I had another tank I had to clean it out, so I just put the fish together, and they really been living there together for a whole month. No problem. No beef. But I wanted a big-ass fish, so I went and bought a big fish, and this motherfucker just come fuck with everybody in the fucking tank. Would I'm you? about to slap the shit out of his ass, the orange one. Oh, <laughs> So he he just think he the goddamn king of the tank now. Nah, my fish been leaving peacefully. I know he killed one of my fish. He probably gonna die too. <laughs> God damn it! Goddamn fish warfare up in this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, man, it's crazy. Just remember, seven day lifestyle is coming soon. Y'all Mike. be ready for it. Mike Jones, who? Mike Jones. <laughs> if you ever in Missouri and need a DJ, hit me up. DJ JG or DJ AVO. We going to be up through there. Yeah. They're just going to have some pre-recorded shit because they don't know how to DJ yet. <laughs> nah, it's, we, we got it. It's going to be up through there. Just uh, email me. FJPPhillips at yahoo.com and I'm coming. We got our own equipment. We don't need nothing. Except for some money. Some ch- the check. <laughs> oh, we ain't coming without that first. Shout out to Dwayne. Shout out to AVO. Shout out to Rough Riders. Nah, the Rough Riders. How long you been with them? Man, I've been a Rough Rider now. A little over two years. I know my homeboy AVO just sent me a video on Facebook of two Caucasian males arguing about the fight. Damn, he he knocked that motherfucker out. He stepped through his ass. He just. I actually a funny story though. I know why he I know why he sent me this because last night. It was a fight at the club. The last song of the night. I don't know how niggas get to fight. Uh, can I say niggas? Sorry, niggas. I don't know how niggas get to fight. <laughs> to knocking the boots by H-Town. What? <laughs> last song of the night. That's what we were playing. And it was like a 20 people brawl in the club. And he sent me that. Because that's how one dude got knocked out last night at the club. <laughs> and he was looking like he was having a seizure on the floor. Hey, tag me in that. That way, down. Whenever I put this episode up, I freaking uh, I put that video in there. So they was fighting because somebody was knocking the boots. Huh? Man, it, it, I'm pretty sure it was over a female. I believe it. I mean, that's how they do. At the goddamn um, when the lights go out, goddamn, they be like, "Hey, last call." And I done been there many times. It'd be like, "I ain't come up on nothing." It was this. right after last call too. Like, I ain't come up off of nothing at the um, beginning of the night or in the middle. But it was like, that was the last song for you to try to come up off something. <laughs> what is your name on Facebook? It's my name, my name. <laughs> are you not um, Are you not on my Facebook? I could have sworn you were. SH. You can't put the app on there. It is at. No, you don't need the app. I do need the app. No, you just start typing my name. 
Oh, wait a minute. This is a travesty. You ain't, you ain't my motherfucking Facebook friend. What is this bullshit? <laughs> I know I'm your friend. Because I seen your post. What, what were you saying? It's not DiGiorno. It's DiGiorno. Yeah. <laughs> I know you on here somewhere. Oh, shit. Hold on. Because I, I turned my data off. Because I be using my data and shit. <laughs> See, it's Sprint, baby. Unlimited everything. I don't know. I might jump back. Service shitty though. I ain't gonna lie. That's only because it's here. It's shitty everywhere. See that? That you go right there. See, I don't know why you. Hold on. There you go. That's how you can find me. <laughs> I just posted on your wall. There you go. That's me. Ah, uh, yeah. I just tagged you in that thing. And you're talking about you make flyers and all this other stuff. I mean, you you got any, uh, well, you do graphic designs, you do Photoshop and everything? Hey, man, I just get it done, see? Yeah, all right, I just all get right. it done. I ain't gonna, you know how to expose your trade secrets. I just, I I just get it done. Just, just know you get it done, I right? I get it done. <laughs> yes, sir. Now, goddamn. Shout out to Big Baby. That's my big cousin now in making. If you in Georgia and you need beats, need studio time, need show tape made, whatever you need, you can hit him up, Big Baby. Look him up on Facebook, Quint Johnson. Booyah. Hit him up, and he got you. So, so I mean, you, we was talking about it, um, um, what, I think a couple weeks ago, before, when I actually be on the show. He's going to hit me up with an intro. Yeah, man, I be kind of busy, but I'm, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to record some so you can have an opening. Like everybody else show, they be having opening songs. I, I got you. All right, I'm down. That's what's up. It can be random because that's a, kind of the theme of the show. We ain't talking about here. We ain't on the schedule. We ain't on the script. We just making up shit as we go. <laughs> it's going to be random. Boom. And that's all freestyle is. It's just random shit pieced together to sound good. Yeah. Yeah. Now, damn, what you talking about, um, the fighting in the club and shit. I know, obviously, hey, with your yeah, music. Oh, that shit was funny. Yeah, I know, with your music and daggone promoting and just, you know, being young in the military. I mean, you know, there ain't no secret. I, I, I've been to the club plenty of times in my younger days. But what's the wildest shit you ever seen in the club? Fight, stabbing, I mean, anything. What's the wildest thing you ever seen in the club? Man, one time I was. Oh, look, he, uh, he got excited. He done put this. Oh, I'm ready. Damn, what we, Story time. I think we was in like Greenville, South Carolina. Been there. Been there. And I don't know the name of the club, but we was in the hood, and Young Dro was there. Young Dro, I'm cleaning the Dro. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, I was with my my people, Street Certified. We had. Buck the boss in there. We had 380 in there. We was chilling, man. And a fight broke out. And, man, one dude got on the table and, like, did a running Superman punch and knocked <laughs> the fuck out of somebody, dog. It was it was wild. Like, everybody on dance floor, you just see him running across the top of the table and just jump, fist first. <laughs> Knock him up, I got, dog. This shit was hilarious. Oh, man. That was one of the wild things I seen, but can't talk about the other wild stuff I seen. 
Well, you seen it. You didn't do it. So, I mean, it's not like I you... probably was doing it. Oh, no, all right. <laughs> Never mind. We won't even go hypothetical. Man, back in the day when I was staying in Atlanta, Sigmas used to have this pajama party. Oh, yeah. mm, I heard um, about those. Yeah, that's all I can Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are y'all listening? Yeah. That's all I can say about that. Because uh, there's a fine line between pajamas and butt naked. Now, damn, I don't know if it was that. I don't know how long back you was in Jacksonville, but I know when I was there, I want to say it was probably about 2002, 2003, maybe even 2004. They had a club called, uh, I think it was 108. And now... Um, it was just a little hot spot. I mean, it was an urban club, you know, to play hip-hop, R&B, and all the other bullshit. And, damn, you know, all the knuckleheads hung out around there. So this was the very last time that I went to Club 108, and I think um, shortly thereafter they shut it down, and now it's like a fucking country bar. It's like, I think it's called Gus's or some shit like that. Gus's. On Pine. Yeah, uh, Pine. yeah country, it, uh, country music. They do got five-cent pictures of drink, Bill, so you, you, you have frequent there. Was that, that on, uh, what they call that damn road? Piney Re- no. Piney Green. There yeah, that's it. Piney Green. is out there on Piney Green. Gus's. Shout out to Gus's. Maybe we can get some sponsorship in this bitch. So when it was 108, all right, it was a group of us that went there. And now um, as soon as I walk in, I had my dad on New Orleans Saints jersey on because I'm from Louisiana, so I represent. And I walk up in there. Dude come up to me. It's like, Hey, dog, you from New Orleans? I was like, nah, I'm from Lake Charles or whatever, right? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, what's up? What's up, Louisiana, baby, blah, 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 blah. And um, he go off. He go off and do buy the business or whatever. I was like, cool. So I'm in the club and um, start dancing with this female or whatever, right? And then, you know, I'm getting it in or whatever. She backing it up on me and all that other bullshit. And then out of nowhere, this big girl, female, looked like a dude, had a backwards baseball cap on, some glasses. You know how some of them girls do. And she kind of, she stepped in between us, grabbed the girl by the back of her head and just started tongue kissing her. I was just like, all right, cool. That's what's up. Yeah, that's what kind of party that is. So I'm just step this way. And then shortly thereafter, you know, I'm just kind of recouping from what I just saw because that was like awkward as fuck, you know, out of nowhere. Uh, Caucasian guy, being polite, asked the black girl to dance. You know, and usually, I mean, if you go to the club enough, I mean, you know, that that's not how I usually go down. This ain't fucking Juneteenth, fucking spring prom and all kind of bullshit like that. You know, you kind of just, you groove in there and she look back at it and you, she pleasing. I mean, you pleasing to her, you know, she going to dance with you and shit, right? So he asked her to dance and she was just like, Psh, whatever, kind of blew him off with it and whatnot, right? So dude was just standing there. He was just like froze. He was just like not moving or nothing. And all of a sudden, I swear to God, no exaggeration, this dude leaned back, hand fucking touched like his heel and shit. He just fucking, yeah, right in the motherfucking face. And he fell down on the ground all in one motion. He just leaned back, blah, fell through, hit the ground, stumbled, ran out the side door with security right behind him. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Soon as that happened, I turned around because um, it was a... Uh, I don't know if it's like that now in Gus's, but it was a split level. They had like an upper level and they had like the dance floor down I, at the I bottom. I think so. I think so. Right after that, two girls on the top of the stage fucking arguing. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Another girl pick up a bottle. 
bow, bust the other girl in the mouth. I'm like, oh shit, what's going on? And then um, somebody sprayed some pepper spray in the fan. I was like, what the fuck? So all this shit going on, this motherfucking chaos, people fighting and all kind of shit. Now remember the cat I told you that you know dapped me up in the beginning, right? He's like, he run up on me again. He's like, hey dog, uh, we got some beef with these cats over here, man. I know you're from Louisiana and thing. You got my back, right? I was like. No problem, dog. Got your back. Motherfucker took off. I was like, let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Left. <laughs> so damn, damn, we leaving. We getting in the car. And some of the dudes that, um, I mean, we did all didn't ride in the same car. But we uh, came together. And um, I seen, well, I didn't see it. But um, one of my homeboys, he was like arguing with this other dude because he was messing with one of his friend's girlfriend, you know, pushing up on her and um, she didn't appreciate it. So he was trying to take up for her or whatever. He got shot in the stomach. I was like, what? Shit. And so we trying to grab everybody, <laughs> throw everybody in the car and shit and drive the fuck out of there. And it was just, that was the last time I went to that club because they shut it down after that. Man. <laughs> to Jacksonville, North Carolina, them motherfuckers known for spraying some fucking mace. I know we was at, what's that club called? Party Stratosphere. Stratos- oh, yeah. Man, and then the old rock. Yeah. Man, the, the motherfucker rock. threw a base, uh, uh, damn, a grenade, spray bombs, pepper spray grenade. <laughs> Bruh, when you talking about fucked up everybody's clothes, fucked up everybody. Like, your clothes might have been red when you walked in there, but they were black when you left. And that shit don't come out. Because, damn, uh, in, in you talking about The Rock. I mean, that place done... Uh... Been, been through, through it, <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. It what it was the when I first got there, it was rumors. Then it turned into the tunnel. Then it was uh something else in between. I can't remember what it was. Then it turned into the rock at the end. And then um I think they shut it down after that. There's a fucking hotel there now. So <laughs> then they moved down the street to um the Amlico, where they uh called it Crybabies or whatever the fuck. Yeah, I don't know. So um that that was. That was some wild shit going on with yeah, them. Yeah, what, party zone? Was party, that it? yes. <laughs> Motherfucking party zone. They don't even let black people in there. <laughs> not no more. Not no more. Because uh, what it used to be, I mean, the party zone, it used to be an old uh, movie theater back in the day yeah. that they converted into a goddamn club. So what they did with all that space in there, because it was huge as fuck, they took one side when I was going there. One side was like a techno bar or whatever. They'd be playing. Motherfucker in there with Kim lights and fucking, th- fucking, you know, doing all that crazy shit, right? Then the other side was the hip-hop club, you know, where we all hung out and shit at. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. I mean, I went there a couple times, but it used to get wild up in that motherfucker. It just had all kinds of fights and shit. But I don't even know if it's still around. I know it's, the building is still there. And I seen like maybe they do a couple shows or whatever, but I don't know if it's still like a club club. I, I think it is, but it'd be like country music and yeah. Then what, what, what was it? Uh, coconuts. That was right next to Stratosphere. Had the dag on. Uh, well, I don't know if it was Thirsty Thursdays or Two Dollar Tuesdays. It was one of them motherfuckers, but it was like dollar drinks all night, any kind of drink you wanted. And I, we used to go in that bitch on a Thursday and just get towed the hell out the frame. But yeah, good times. <laughs> but that shit killed the fuck out of me, dude. Hit that girl in the face and just ran off like that. I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> wow, man. In the club, it ain't really. 
Like I go to the club Because I DJ there Yeah But I go to the club On Friday also Like I don't go to the club For the same reason Other people go to the club it's kind of like I go to work Monday through Friday. And I just be like I just be going to sip a drink, yeah, and listen to music. I don't even give a fuck about no bitches, yeah. I don't care about none of that. I just want to be like left in peace in my own mind, sipping my drink and just listening to music. That's all I want to do. Yeah, I don't I don't want to hear you talk to me. I don't want to do none of that. I just want to chill and relax. It's yeah. kind of like my peace place. Even though the club ain't really a peaceful place, <laughs> to me it's like my peace place because I be good. I know because I be chilling. I know because I mean, you you into the music or whatever. Yeah. There. You know, you get the vibe for what's um hot, what's current, and shit like that. So I mean, I can understand that. Me, I just want to go to the motherfucking cigar club back at home and shit. So, so you say you won't start? Well, is it gonna be like a hookah bar too? Like y'all just going not with hookahs, hookah. but you know y'all just be over there smoking your. Cubans and shit, you know y'all really can't have Cubans, but you know what I'm saying? We smoke y'all Cubans and shit. Yeah, I mean, we be in there like some old aristocrats and shit, fucking monocles and I, be like, pip, pip, cheerio, smoking cigars and shit, sipping some brandy or whatever the fuck. <laughs> but now, nah, man, I just wanted to be the chill atmosphere, you know, have some music playing in there, got damn nice atmosphere, motherfuckers come there, buy some cigars and shit, get some drink, just like, kind of like how you saying, just chill the fuck out, get away from the work week. Or if you're an alcoholic, you can come spend some money in my establishment, help my pockets get fat. I appreciate it very much. <laughs> but uh, drink responsibly. But yeah, that's, I mean, that's all I really want. There you go. I feel you. That's what, man, they got a little bar that was seven, seven um, blue lounge used to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, them people want like $2,000 rent a month for that little bitty place, dog. I can't do it. I can't, I can't rock with that. And like I said, I, I don't grew a relationship with the people who got the one club here. So yeah. I don't want to really open nothing else. You know, kind of. And yeah. fuck them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I mean, shit. You got to have that competition. So, I mean, you can't have the monopoly everywhere, man. I mean, we still got like chicken bones. Uh, warheads. I don't, I don't know. So I mean, they still got competition. They ain't just like a monopoly, but then I mean, that's like the only place that like African Americans, yeah, hip hop stuff, yeah, yeah, go. Like I even tried to DJ at uh Big Daddy's, yeah, Big yeah, Lewis, yeah. whatever the fuck it's called. They don't want no black people getting that DJing. Shout out to Big Lewis. <laughs> no shout out to Big Lewis. Okay, no shout out to Big Lewis. Yeah, no, I don't even know how long that place been there. I came through here as Forever. a yeah, I can't, yeah, I came through here as a student in two thousand, and they was here then. So uh, and shit, he done bought that whole complex over there pretty yeah, much. We got gun range, strip club, chicken bones, tattoo place, tattoos, all chocolate this. factory, candy yeah. factory, or whatever. Yeah, all this yeah, yeah, R. Kelly up in that bitch. It, it, you know, it was funny about the chocolate factory. Now, I mean, it was funny because the name of it is Uranus. It is. It's called Uranus. <laughs> and then they talk about Uranus, not mine. Not mine. Not, no, not mine either. It's <laughs> their anus. <laughs> their anus. <laughs> <laughs> so they talking about, damn, um, we got the best fudge or whatever, like fudge packing and shit. So that was pretty funny. Yeah. 
Yeah, man. St. Robert. <laughs> Waynesville. Wayne Vegas. What, that's what they used to call <laughs> Wayne Vegas. That's what they used to call Jacksonville. Fucking J Vegas. And Greenville, G Vegas. Jacksonville Ninja. Oh, he's still there. <laughs> I bet he is. Dog, somebody um, posted that shit on my Facebook not too long ago. Goddamn, he's still there kicking around. He he done upgraded his attire, dog. He got digital camis now. What? <laughs> shit, they, they interviewed him. I don't know. It was a while. It was a couple years ago. They had him on the news. They interviewed him, asked him why he be out there and shit. But like, do you even know the story about the Jacksonville Ninja? Like, why he out there acting crazy and shit? Or just whatever you heard? I heard him. Uh, he really ain't crazy. He just be out there doing stuff. Like he uh he retired. He might have PTSD. Yeah, yeah. Something like that, yeah. Well, I mean from what I heard, this is what I was told once upon a time. At um he was a gunnery sergeant at the time. I don't even remember his name or whatever, because this was years ago and I hardly remember shit anyway. But um he was like he's like, You know the Jacksonville Ninja? I was like, Yeah, I know that dude, even out there on Western Boulevard and shit. And um he was like, yeah, I used to. he used to be in the service with me. I used to serve with him. And I was like, you know why he fucking crazy like that? He's like, I don't know. Um, we went to a club one night, and somebody put some shit in his drink, and he ain't been right ever since. So that's the story I was told. So do I? if I know if that's fact, no, I don't. But that's just what I was told. So, But he's a legend, though. So, I mean, you're going to have, like, 30,000 origin stories and shit. He's going to be like, it was a stormy day in November, and he fucking got hit by a car, and he wasn't the same ever since. Some, some bullshit like that. So, <laughs> Google him. He he everywhere. You can find him on YouTube too, doing this kung fu out in the middle of the street. Oh, there you got a hoverboard. Who do? Oh, that's a commercial. They got one on Buku for like two hundred dollars. Oh man, that shit ain't safe. But what a trend that I have been seeing with them hoverboards. A lot of strippers using them shits now. No shit, no lie. It's just like um, I'd be on Tumblr or whatever, and now um, they'd be having strippers down, like, twerking and shit on the little hoverboards and shit, oh, which yeah. is not a hoverboard because they don't hover on the fucking ground. So it's just a rollerboard or whatever the fuck. Yeah. So, yeah, so big booty strippers be twerking on the goddamn rollerboards and shit and not falling. That's probably why they're in the profession they're in because they, they are highly talented. But I have seen some motherfuckers. But you seen Mike Tyson bust his ass? Oh yeah. <laughs> then they had a they had a they got a um all kind of crazy videos. Motherfuckers just falling off of goddamn rollerboards and shit. I actually uh when I went home Saturday for my granddad's funeral, I actually rolled one for the first time. Did you fall? My homeboy had one. I ain't fall, but so I felt like I was gonna fall a bunch of times. So I mean, so how does shit work? I mean, you just kind of lean in it, you know, go where you wanted to go. Yeah, but yeah, fuck that. But yeah, it ain't that easy. Like, so when you put your foot on there, like you can't balance yourself with one foot. Yeah. So, so you, when you go to pick up the other foot, the motherfuckers are already rolling. <laughs> so you gotta you gotta, you gotta do the shit on fast as fuck, you know. And yeah, you gotta do the shit fast as fuck, and you just gotta uh, find your balance zone, and it ain't it ain't that easy. Yeah, man, fuck all that. I don't know. I, I would get one if it was you know a decent price or whatever, because that damn I like to see my kids bust their ass on it. That'd be pretty funny, especially my oldest one. She clumsy as hell anyway. Oh, damn, I seen some. I never. I seen. 
I seen I seen it in person two times. When I went back home, motherfucker was in the hair store riding around pushing a golf cart, uh, not a golf cart, a fucking shopping cart in the hair store on the motherfucking rollerboard. And then right here in motherfucking uh, Waynesville at the Walmart, dude was at the check cashing counter standing on the bitch, like, just like, whatever. We got two hours till Walking Dead. Hey, that's what I'm waiting on. Hey, somebody just said, hey, what you doing at 8 o'clock? Shit, Walking Dead, him, come on. Walking Dead. <laughs> Do you watch the, um, the other show after? The Talking the Dead? The Talking Dead, yeah, I'll be watching it. Unless I got to go to sleep super early, then I don't watch because I got to sleep. Yeah, but damn, this ain't, that's, that's about it anyway. We've been recording about an hour. You got any uh, final shout-outs and everything you want to put out there? I don't know, man. Shout-out to everybody. 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 On Earth or everybody you know? Everybody. Everybody. <laughs> All right. Yeah, well, shit. Man. You can go ahead and cut it in. Boom. And that was your boy, Jay Guns. Talking about Snapchat and that pussy. <laughs> but yeah, that was my man. Um, entrepreneur to the fullest. He want to open up his own bakery with a strip club and they do hair around the side and all this other crazy madness. But I support him in all his efforts and I wish him the best of luck in all his future endeavors. Well, with that being said, we're going to get into what has become, um, I tried to say the show is random. It's kind of not because I kind of have, uh, I guess, a little format at the end of it to where I shout out all my new Twitter followers. So I'm going to do that right about now. Um, I think last week we left off with the Storybreakers podcast, which is a cool podcast. Now I'm... Um, you pitch a, a plot idea or whatever, and they'll freaking um, mastermind you up a goddamn script and shit. It's pretty cool. Um, I listened to the last one they did uh, for Zombie Weeds. And um, it was an idea somebody pitched about it for a school project, I think, or some shit like that. It was um, from the Afterburn uh, 739 podcast. And um, ever since that episode I've been listening to it granted it's only been two episodes because I got so many podcasts that follow me I try to listen to all of them but it's so goddamn many to listen to so many hours of audio content but um it's a good podcast I think this um I'm listening to it now they're doing um they're brainstorming on uh the X-Force then uh be like a Deadpool 2 movie so I'm interested to see where that goes it's pretty funny so far and um, listening to that podcast, it got me back into doing um, a little bit of Photoshop and graphic design. So based on their stories and um, their plots that they're working on, I made up a couple movie posters. I did one for the um, Deadpool one that they got for this episode this week. And last week I did a, um, like a movie-style poster for Zombie Weeds. So I'll probably post that on Facebook for y'all to check out it. Shit, it should already be up there because I did that shit last week. But anyway... On to the new followers. First one is, what's this? Apathetic Enthusiasm. It's a podcast about movies, TV, video games, and other pop culture. And you can follow them on Twitter at, ugh, that's small. Apathusiast. So that's A-P-A-T-H-U-S-I-A-S-T. So check them out. Be another good uh, variety show for you to listen to that caters to movies and whatnot. 
the next one is submitted for your approval. It's a from what I've gathered, it's a Twilight Zone podcast. Uh, there's no other description in their little Twitter thing, but um, I have all that stuff in the show description. I have their Twitter handle, their website, and everything, and you can uh, look it up. It's gonna be another one of those podcasts I'm about to sit down and listen to. And what else we got? We got the classy little podcast. It's classy and it's little. It's a podcast. Um, you can reach them on Twitter at classy underscore podcast. And they pick a different topic each week and they just talk about it while they drink wine and eat cheeses, fancy cheeses, like on Dave Chappelle's show and shit. <laughs> and shout outs to Marcelo Spade, Anarchy Pro Wrestling Heavyweight Champion. You can follow him on Twitter, Marcelo underscore Spade. That's M-A-R-C-E-L-L-O underscore Spade. Um, we got Urban Error 44. Um, they're just chilling on the net, posting what feels might what they feel might save the world is what they say in the description. You can follow them at U-E underscore 404. And it's a podcast. They're trying to save the world, man. You got to support. You got to show some uh, effort to the cause because we all live on Earth. Yeah, that's why I said Earth. And um, they're trying to save it. So help them out. How is this movie? That's the name of the podcast. Um, They cover both the history and future of movies. So that can be a little interesting thing there to listen to. And you can reach them on Twitter at how is this movie? All one word. Booyah. Happy birthday. What else we got? Three is comedy. You can reach them on Twitter at three is comedy. All one word. And it is a variety comedy podcast featuring podcast comedians, Jason, Bob, and Mindy. You like comedies? Who doesn't? Check out their podcast. Might interest you what else what else uh weird science dc they talk about comic books um those specific to the dc universe i imagine i got all the uh information in the show details so look them up you can follow them on twitter at weird science dc all one word i got everyday superhumans uh podcast i don't know what so much it's about they're talking about grab your cape and let's fly together. I'm going to open up their uh, Twitter page, see what they got on here. That's about it. You're going to have to check out their website, everydayhumans.com. And you can follow them on Twitter at SuperhumansCast. I imagine that it has something to do with superheroes or something to that effect. Comic books, maybe movies. Who knows? Look them up. It's going to be one of the many podcasts that I'm going to have to freaking sit down and listen to because I have so many to listen to. Uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? Uh, Reconsider. It's a considerate podcast where they challenge you to reconsider your perspectives on things. So, yeah. You might want to reconsider some things in your life, the way you eat, the way you dress, and um, they'll probably help you out with that. You can follow them on Twitter at ReconsiderPod. 
And what else, what else, what else? We got a whole bunch of authors and poets and all kind of things that's giving me a follow, and I like to shout them out because they're putting their creativity out there for the world to enjoy as much as um, us podcasters do. So, you know, they need that support system too. It's not just um, pot and family for podcasters, but, you know, it's something for everybody out there. So who's our first author? It is Andre Almighty. He's an author. He's a business owner, teacher, a lover, a health nut, a podcaster. And he got Pottern Family up there. So, booyah. If you're in a Pottern Family community, you want to go ahead and give those guys a shout out anyway. And you can follow him at Almighty Psyche. All one word. Scrolling back down. We got Angel Vasilinov. And I'm, we done had this discussion, y'all. Have a hard time pronouncing names and shit. You should hear me call Roll at work and shit. I'm fucking everybody names up. But that's uh, Angel. That's V-E-S-E-L-I-N-O-V. You can follow him on Twitter at the same handle. He's a writer, husband, father, a son, he tweets uh, all about his um, different works and everything. And um, I got some links to his website here, as I do with all the other writers and authors and actors and poets. You can check out their portfolio. You can check out their books and everything and just show them a little bit of support. We got Lorraine Ambers. She's an author and uh, with a, she like paranormal romances and things like that. So you can give her a follow on Twitter at Lorraine Ambers. Ambers. That's L O R R A I N E. Ambers. And, you know, I don't know why I'm sitting here spelling it out for y'all because, like I said, it's going to be in the show description. All these authors and podcasts and everything. Oh, shit. I missed two podcasts. So let me get back to them. We got a uh, Girl FM Headline News. Two girls that uh, take two minutes to attack headlines with humor. So that might be interesting. I might have to check that out, especially if it's two fucking minutes. <laughs> All these other podcasts are like an hour and a half, two hours. It's kind of lengthy. So this will be something I can breeze through real quick and see what it's about. And you can follow them on Twitter at GirlFMCast. All one word. All right. We got live, laugh, and drink beer. Because beer is delicious psych I don't drink beer I drink liquor I drink motherfucking alcohols but they uh do a podcast and that's pretty much all I see here in their show description podcast and other awesome stuff too so I mean you probably get into all kind of awesome stuff you're drinking beer and laughing and shit so get that podcast a listen you can also follow them on twitter at ll drink beer and hot girl for the day I guess that's some more naked bitches I ain't never check it out but they're giving me a follow so shout out to them what else what else oh angry old man podcast and you can follow them at Robert and Edna all one word and it is a podcast that's been voted as the funniest podcast in the world I ain't never heard of it so I don't know, but who the fuck am I? It might be funny. I'm going to give it a listen. Just check it out. 
And we got another, oh, we got a comedian. And he's a WWE connoisseur. So he loves him some motherfucking wrestling, as do I. So I'm going to check him out, see, check out some of his stand-up and everything. And that's Adam Lucidi. And that's Adam Lucidi. And you can follow him on Twitter, at Adam Lucidi, all one word. And I don't have to spell it out for you because it's all going to be in the show description. Anna Spoke, she's another author, and she is an unbridled enthusiast, whatever the fuck that is. She got a book out right now, it's called Shizzle Inc. And I didn't know what to think when I saw that title, but it's just a title. Gonna have to read the book to find out the details. And you can follow her at Spoke Anna on Twitter. And we got Carly Kingsley, she's another author. She's a chef, entrepreneur, and a podcaster. So she got a podcast out there somewhere, which I'll probably have to find out in the details. But you can follow her on Twitter at Carly Kingsley. Booyah. Where else? Oh, the last one. We got uh, Thompson Sapis. Sapis? Thomas Sapis. And it's weird because there's a T and the T look like it might be silent. So we're going to have to dag on figure it out. He's a writer. He's writing short. He's writing one short story a week and he has a novel coming soon. So show him your support. Give him a follow on Twitter. Get on his uh, website that I got here in the show description. And you can follow him on Twitter at TT Sapis. That's S-A-P-P-I-S. And that's about it. I enjoyed this podcast. Got a couple laughs in a day. Got to hang out with some of my coworkers. Well, not some coworkers, my coworker. And um, he telling me about the business. He's a DJ that he hardly knows how to do so far. But, hey, he must do it well enough to get paid for it, right? But, once again, I appreciate everyone that's out there listening. Um, I kind of rushed through this. And it probably can, you can probably tell because, hey, man, this is late as fuck. I need to be my ass in bed. I got to get up and go to work tomorrow. And, yeah, thank you. I love you all. Happy birthday. And I'll see you next time.